And here it comes, direct from the CM Live newsroom, it's Sports Talk with Pet Sports Editor Malachi Barrett and Assistant Sports Editor Dominic Mastrangelo. Ladies and gentlemen, Chippewas and Chipettes, welcome to episode 11 of the Sports Talk Podcast. My name is Malachi Barrett. I'm the sports editor of CM Life. With me, as always, is... The assistant sports editor, Dominic Mastrangelo. And today on the program, we have softball beat writer Drew Powers with us. How are you doing this afternoon, Drew? I'm doing all right. How about you guys? Uh, we're, we're hanging in. We can feel finals week coming. I mean, yeah. it's just a couple of weeks away, but we've got a lot to talk about in the meantime. Uh, we're going to touch on a couple of things here today, folks. We've got our... Uh, because we have Drew here... Um, we're going to talk a little bit of CMU softball, and then uh, as many of you I'm sure have read uh, in our Monday edition of CM Life, uh, sort of an expose on uh, the uh, football attendance and how the student uh, factor sort of plays into all of that. But let's start first with something that I think could be seen on kind of a lighter note, and that's the CMU softball team. Um, Drew, how are they doing right now? I mean, it's been a pretty interesting start to the year for the Chippewas. Yeah, you know, they have a good record there at uh, 18 and 10 overall, and they just uh, started their MAC uh, season this past weekend against Ohio. They had a doubleheader scheduled against Akron, but that got uh, rained out. When did the Chippewas play again next? They play on Wednesday against uh, IPFW. Okay. And uh, just tell me sort of briefly how these types of – this team has come together. I mean, obviously they've gotten a great pitching performance. Morgan Yunker in her mm-hmm. last game with yeah. lights out. Um, what did you see from her in that start? You know, she's not um, an overpowering, like, strikeout pitcher. She'll uh, let the – let the um, hitters put the ball in play. And, uh, yeah, CMU made no errors behind her. So, you know, uh, I think she's more of a spot pitcher. Just uh, she's got a fastball, a rise ball, and a changeup, and that's what she uses. And she just needs to, like, if she hits her spots, like, she just lets them put, put the ball in play, and, you know, they, they're usually – she's usually successful. She has, a, she has a great record. And we hit we hear so much on the offensive end for CMU about the, the Dilemma Lair sisters and Trista mm-hmm. Cox and – and whatnot, but so far in the early going, uh, which which hitter for CMU has really stuck out to you and, and your fellow beat writer Kelly? Um, yeah, Caroline Sexar had a great weekend uh, to begin the max season. Yeah. yeah, she went four for five overall, and had, she had a two run home run to uh, really kind of like get the CMU momentum going for the second game against Ohio she was, on Sunday. She was player of the week this week, wasn't she? Yeah, in she Mac was um, in Mac West. I think she was player of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of individual performances from the softball team so far that have sort of made up the greater whole. Can you talk a little bit about the theme that I think a lot of people have been talking about is with this team is this idea of a family. I mean, obviously they have the two sisters, um, but just now that you've spent a couple of weeks around this team, uh, yeah. what's the chemistry like? What's that group? What's the mood around that group like? It's they're a really confident group, and they do like it is. I mean, I I see the what you're getting at when you talk about family because like um, they are very um supportive of one another, and they just you know they just want to win. They don't care who does it and who who is successful. You know, they're just totally in it for the team success. And, you know, whenever I talk to them after the games, they're always just, you know, quick to give credit to, you know, their team as opposed to take taking credit themselves. Can and you talk about, uh, you know, now at the beginning of the season, they were traveling out, you know, obviously you can't play uh, softball in Michigan uh, up to yeah. a certain point in time. So, you know, they're down in Florida, they're down in Texas, Carolina, they're playing mm-hmm. all these tournaments out here in yeah, fairly decent play. weather. And now they've got to come back here. And, uh, you know, we got home games now. And today was, today was rough. I was out yeah, at was- the baseball game against uh, Madonna on Tuesday and you know the wind is just humming through there ground is still really hard uh, you get some weird hops out there um, you know can you talk about how they have to kind of adjust in this early season uh, to the weather and, and being back in Michigan you know um, I actually I asked uh, coach Yonker about that about how um, how the weather influenced their play after their first game against Ohio this weekend which they lost five to three and she said that you know, she wasn't. She said that it doesn't affect them. Of but, course, younger would say that. Yeah, yeah. She said it doesn't affect them, but I, you know, 
I'll speak from experience. Like I played baseball and I remember, you know, when it was cold out, you know, it's just, you didn't want to be out there. You know? yeah, like man. you just didn't want to be out there playing. And it, you know, so I, you know, whether they say it or not, I know it affects their play. And and that's true of the baseball yeah. and softball teams. Anyone that's got to play ball or, or right. any sport out here, uh, in this weather, it, it, it can be brutal. So I was having a hard time just sitting there in the yeah, I know because you're just, especially in you know, softball and baseball, you, you just stand around. It's not, you're not running around. <laughs> exactly. Like football, the most active know. sport. Right. In the world. Right. You know, it, it will get to you. But we look forward to, uh, to their uh, doubleheader coming up against IPFW. Check out CM Life on Friday to find out more about what the uh, softball team has in store. Um, the other thing we want to touch on before we, uh, before we get done today is this big story that Malachi had run on Monday. And, uh, you know, it's it's the the crux of it. But the thing that we think is is very interesting, and we hope that all of you folks, especially students out there listening to this, will think about is you know, the football games. Are you going? Are you attending these games? And if you do, are you engaged? Are you interested? Malika, you talked to a couple of students about this. You talked to administrators at CMU. You talked to people at the at the MAC. What's what's the deal here? Why why are we uh, sort of dwindling in terms of our student attendance numbers? Well, I mean, we could sit here and. Tell all the students, you know, you need to be at every game, but that's that's been done before. You know, we've run columns telling people to come to games, and at a certain point, it's not really their responsibility to come to the game. I think it's the responsibility of the uh, the athletic department uh, to get people to want to come to those games. And you know, it's you go to U of M, you go to MSU, you're not at that game, you're like an outcast. You know what I mean? Like there's a there's a pressure there on campus. I mean, when was the last time you really saw a big uh, push to get students to come to games out on campus? How much have you really heard about it? You know, Drew, yeah. what was the last time you were at a football game, man? I'll be honest. I did not go to a game this year. You know I know what? You're to, not uh, alone at yeah. all. I went to the tailgate for the first game, and I don't even know who they were playing, and I didn't go to any other any other tailgates or other games. Yeah, I think I went to one game probably yeah. myself. And Malika, yeah. you touched briefly on the tailgating and, and sort of how that's changed over the years. What, what's the update on that, and how uh, how do you think that plays into this whole idea of the game day atmosphere on Saturdays? Mm-hmm. I mean, this this next coming fall in 2014, we have only Saturday games aside from the, ho- from the home opener against Tennessee Chattanooga. Yeah, well, that's really the name of the game is trying to cultivate that game day atmosphere. You know, when you're talking about bigger schools, they go there because it's a huge event on campus. You know what I mean? Here on CMU, I'm not really seeing that as much. And when I spoke to students uh, and when I read a lot of the Facebook and uh, other comments uh, after the story ran, uh, you know, we really got some of the same things. And that was one, we're not very good. uh, So why come to the game Mm -hmm. Two, It gets pretty boring after halftime. I usually stay until halftime. I would assume because most people's buzz wears off then and they don't want to stick around, you know, and then three is the tailgating. And I think all three of those things really uh, bring home the whole point of creating an atmosphere. Cause if one, there's not a tailgate. I mean, that's, that's part of the game as far as I'm concerned, you know, that's part of the game day experience. That's why a lot of people come is to have fun. And I mean, like you just said, right. Right. You know, I'll be honest when you talk about Michigan, Michigan state and how they have, you know, fantastic attendance numbers. Cause, um, and and a lot of you know a lot of those kids are like legitimate fans of the of that sport and, the, and of the team and they want to see that team do well. You know, I just don't think, I, I you know I think it relates to kind of like just a pride thing. You know, people just don't take pride in like Central Michigan. You know, at least football. Yeah. You know, like that's you know it's like. No, I think there's definitely yeah. some apathy in the fans, and yeah. you know, even from us. I mean, we're big yeah. sports guys. We don't really. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah, the game, you right, know? man. I mean, it can be depressing to cover them, and this is the thing that we have to look towards the future to really see, is this problem reversible at this point? And it is so much more than wins and losses. You look at the schedule in the fall, and we have a chance to have some probably our best attendance numbers in a long time. You've got almost every game on a Saturday. You've got Western at home in, in the season finale. You know, I mean, it, it's you've got Syracuse coming to town. I mean, I think the, the folks in athletics would probably lead you to believe that things are uh, things are looking up. But for right now, it doesn't seem that they can get much worse. Well, I mean, 
It, it, a lot of it depends on the weather. A lot of it depends yeah. on who you're playing. I mean, our last two games uh, this season that were home yeah. uh, was against UMass. UMass is one of the worst teams in the MAC. They're actually uh-huh. going to be leaving Gone. the MAC. <laughs> yeah. leaving the MAC uh, in 2015. Right now, they have a two and 22. Uh, I think overall wow. record. While they're probably going to lose their D1 status. Yeah, Eastern Michigan was our final game. That was the Thanksgiving. That was the Thanksgiving where everybody left. That was right. the game we had 1.5 percent of the uh, crowd was uh, comprised. 1.5. Yeah. There were 142 <laughs> students arrived for that game, and that's just poor scheduling. You know, that's um, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, a, a lot of it just says, and then you know, late November games, it's really bad out. Yeah. Nobody wants to go then. I mean. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it, though, comes I, down to building that atmosphere and getting people to want to come, though. I think um, something that could be noted about the attendance, especially in the last two th- to three games this year, Central started out three and six. Yeah. So, I mean, by the end, of, most people had lost interest. You know, if you know, they've and they ended up six and six, right. which isn't a terrible record. But when you have three and six, you know, why, why, just need, why, why do you want to go watch this team? So getting off to that, uh, that quick start is, is really important. So one last, uh, one last cry here from us on the sports desk to have you folks go out there and try to uh, support our Chippewas because we'll be there covering the games, and it's a lot more fun when you guys uh, are there making noise. I believe that's our podcast for this, the 11th edition. We appreciate you guys listening in as always, and we have an update for you. We are now on iTunes. Go ahead and find CM Life Sports on iTunes, and you'll be able to find this on your phone or any other of your Apple devices. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at CM Life Sports, or you can send us a direct email to sports at cm-life.com. Thanks again for joining us, folks, and we'll see you next time.